Hey, Jess. Hey, Kat. Que pasa, Mufasa? Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I started saying it at work so much, and now it's just like, I have to. I don't know. I love that. Um, a fun fact, Alex Murdoch has been oh my convicted of murdering his wife and son. So Right? Yeah. that I think I might do my next episode on that whole thing. Hot mess that it is. <laughs> That whole thing is just wild. Me and Zach watched the whole, like, we've watched, like, every documentary they have already. Yeah. And then same. my mom was really heavy at watching, like, the actual trial, so. Yeah, my mom was too. <laughs> That's funny. Just crazy. My mom is always, like, watching all of the trials. Every, <laughs> every single trial that is on TV, she will watch it. And I'm like. It's usually well, a good crime. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like. Okay, you can tell me what's happening because I can't sit down and like watch it. I was like in the middle of talking to my mom when the when the jury came back and she was like, oh, oh, "I gotta go," and I was like, "I was literally mid sentence, mom." It, <laughs> it came back so quick. Yeah, it did. Like basically, there was almost no shadow of a doubt. I think there was two people that were undecided, or one person undecided, and two people that thought not guilty. Correct. And yeah. they were easily persuaded to guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I'm getting into it, but I feel like Buster has something to do with one of something. One of the murders. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he Because isn't Buster also the grandpa? No. (laughs) Buster is the other son. Yes, but isn't that also the grandpa's name? Yes, yes, yes. So you were thinking I was saying grandpa... Not son. I was like, I mean, I was saying maybe son. The son. The, the son. son definitely had something to do with what was happening. Yeah, that whole family looks real guilty. Yeah. We'll so. get into it in a different episode. Um. Right? I'm here for it. <laughs> so here for it. But do you want to hear what I'm covering today? I don't know. You told me to put on my spooky shoes or spooky yeah. socks, whatever I'm supposed to have. My spooky foot coverings so i don't know if i'm ready (laughs) everybody put on your spooky slippers (laughs) spooky socks or spooky shoes whatever (laughs) you want whatever you prefer inside maybe some socks outside maybe some shoes (laughs) Um, i'm ready okay yeah we're talking about the winchester mystery house today okay have you heard of it why do i feel like i have Probably because it's been on, like, um, Ghost Adventures, if you ever watch that. Hell no. Or um, some podcasts have covered it, like, uh, and that's why we drink covered it. Hmm. Okay, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Right. But I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Let's go. mystery house it all comes down to sarah winchester so i'm gonna talk about her talk about her life growing up and then we're gonna talk about the house that she builds and all that stuff okay i'm ready okay 
Sarah Lockwood Party, her nickname was Sally, was born in 1839 in New Haven, Connecticut, to Leonard and Sarah Party. So yes, it's a Lorelei Gilmore moment. Sarah decides to name her daughter after herself. I love Gil- <laughs> Lorelei Gilmore moments. Me too. All of them. Sarah's parents were considered upper class. Her dad was a successful carriage manufacturer, and her mother was a popular society woman. Sarah was one of seven children. Ooh. I, yeah, but that's, like, what they did in the 1800s. Like, exactly. What can yeah. you do? Have kids. You just, like, hope that, like, three of them live. <laughs> exactly. Terrible. Terrible, but true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so, growing up, Sarah was super smart. She learned four languages as a child and was admitted to the Young Ladies Collegiate Institute at Yale College. Damn, go her! Yeah. Now, back in the day, being such high society meant that she would easily get to marry an equally or more privileged man. Okay. So, it was easy pickings for the men, but she didn't get to choose. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking of, like, Bridgerton. Like, I'm getting Bridgerton vibes where it's, it like... It is, but America. Okay. <laughs> but, but America. Got it. Okay. So, it's more of, like, a Gossip Girl. <laughs> yes, but in the 1800s. <laughs> but in the 18, 1800s version of Gossip Girl. Got yes, it. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, the party family was acquainted with many well-to-do families through their church and had someone in mind for Sarah. His name was William Wirt Winchester. WWW. Yeah. <clears throat> and he was the only son of Oliver Winchester, who was the manufacturer of Winchester firearms. You may have heard of it. As you as you may have heard. You may have heard of it. Very interesting. The only son? Ooh. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were one of the first companies to mass produce firearms with the ability to fire multiple rounds without reloading, which their guns were used in wars for, yeah, mm-hmm. ever. Like ever. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> now, William and Sarah married in September of 1862. During their marriage, William worked as the treasurer for his family's company. As one does. Yes. In 1866, Sarah gave birth to a baby girl named Annie Party Winchester. Unfortunately, just 40 days after her birth, Annie passed away from a disease called marasmus, which is when the body is unable to metabolize proteins, so it suffers from malnutrition. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Super sad. Poor baby. Yeah. I know. So Sarah obviously took the death of her baby girl very hard. She and William did stay married, but she was becoming increasingly distressed, mostly about the company's wealth. Oh. And she was distressed because she felt that the Winchester family business profited from death, which I get that. Yeah, I see that. I get that. It's kind of like, that makes me think of (laughs) like Tony Stark (laughs) in um, Iron Man. Yeah. That's a really terrible thing for me to say, but that's what it pops in my mind first. No, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, William's father eventually passed in 1880, leaving the company to him, 
and only one year later, William himself became ill and died from tuberculosis, leaving everything, including a 20 million fortune, which is 622 million today, Damn. and a 50% stake in the Winchester Arms Company to Sarah. Damn. Yeah. Though Sarah never took a position in the company, her stake provided her with a continuous income of $1,000 per day, which is roughly $31,000 per day today. Oh my god. <laughs> That's yeah. so much money. Like, I literally cannot even... I know, I was sitting here like, I think I made less than that per year in high school and college. It's like, what? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like, my annual salary was not that much. Yeah. It's bonkers bananas. So she's come into wealth. She's loaded. From wealth, come into wealth. (laughs) The pun. Loaded. She's loaded. The gun company. You get it? Oh, she's loaded. (laughs) Okay. So because Sarah believed that her fortune came from blood money, essentially, due to the fact that the guns were mainly used in war, um, she wasn't sure what to do with the money. So... Like anyone would, she went to a medium in Boston to get advice. I don't know if that's exactly what I, I <laughs> would do. Personally, I feel like that might not be my direction. <laughs> but, but I was being okay. sarcastic, but yes. <laughs> okay, I was like, Jess, I mean, is that really what you're going to do? No. <laughs> no, if I came into money, at, like that much money, I would donate to a lot of charities. I'd buy all the dogs. I know that's yeah. a cliche thing to say, but, like, I can picture it now. Yep. All the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes to a medium in Boston. Um, according to an article by All That's Interesting, Sarah shared her guilt over the numerous victims of the guns with the medium, to which he said she would be tormented unless she appeased the spirits of these victims. He said that the only way to do this was to move out west and build a house for the lost souls. Which, why is it giving me Madame Zeroni vibes? (laughs) But really. (laughs) Wow. So, because she was in fear of the risk of uh, eternal damnation from the angry spirits, Sarah followed the medium's advice moving to San Jose, California. Okay. In 1884, Sarah Winchester bought an unfinished farmhouse in the Santa Santa Clara Valley. She hired a team of carpenters to build onto the farmhouse as she wanted. The team worked round the clock, and Sarah would bring in mediums to make sure she was appeasing the spirits every step of the way. This whole thing is so like, oh, this poor lady. Like, I'm sure she was honestly a very kind soul. Yeah. And then like... I mean, Somebody the fact that her. she's, like, so ridden with guilt over, like, where her money comes from yeah, just shows that she has a good heart. So, in an effort to confuse the spirits, she added several odd touches. For example, staircases that led to nowhere, windows that opened into interior rooms, doorways that opened to several-story drops, and hallways that appeared to go nowhere before circling back onto themselves. To confuse the spirits. Yes. Oh, wow, that sounds like the H.H. H. Holmes episode where, like, the house is just built so weird. Yeah. 
And he, like, traps people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his was not to confuse spirits. It was definitely to kill people. Yeah. Well, yeah. She also spared no expense when adding furnishings. She added parquet flooring, crystal chandeliers, oh. gilded doorways, and Tiffany & Company's handcrafted stained glass windows constructed by Louis Comfort Tiffany, Tiffany himself. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a palace. Yes. In the United States. Yeah. I, okay. It's still standing today. Oh, shit. This is something I would go see. Why is this spooky shoes? I'll tell you. Oh, no. I'll tell you. No, it's okay. It's, okay. it's really not bad, I promise you. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, when it's this beautiful home and this beautiful <laughs> soul, and then... Dun, dun, dun! Like, I'm yeah. waiting for it. <laughs> um, the home had air conditioning, central heating, and hot running water, which was rare. So she paid, like... Top dollar. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1906, an earthquake destroyed an entire wing of the home, and most of the chimneys collapsed. Many sources say this may have been the cause of the windows and doors that led to nothing. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say that worked out, but, I mean, yeah, it did, you know, technically, right? Yeah. And, unfortunately, Sarah got a reputation around town for being obsessed with the afterlife. People thought she was insane, and some even thought she was, like, possessed. But there's no documentation saying that she was. Yeah, I don't, I think possessed is a long, is a far-fetch, but... I agree. I, I feel like maybe being obsessed with the afterlife, if you're so, like, worried about the spirits that you're, like, yeah. dedicating... I don't know, I guess I get it, though. In her very specific position, I'm like, you know, it's really not that crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I get why people in the 1800s might be yeah. freaked. Yeah. I mean, and she's like, she lives on her own. She doesn't have a husband. Yeah. She's moved to the area, so she doesn't know people. She She's not, like, going out of her way to yeah. be a society woman. Like, All I feel points. like anyone that kept to themselves back in the day would get a reputation of being, like, crazy. That's true. Yeah. In September of 1922, Sarah passed away peacefully in her sleep, and construction finally ceased on the house after 38 years. 38 38 years of building this beautiful masterpiece of a house. Yep. 38 years. Wow. So when she died, the house was then passed down to her niece, who sold it at auction. The house has 160 rooms, 2,000 doors, 10,000 windows, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 13 bathrooms, and 6 kitchens. I mean, that's like bigger than hotels. Yeah. 47 stairways? <laughs> I don't think my, like, I, I can't fathom how big this place is. Like, like my so mind much... literally can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll show you pictures, but. Okay. Yeah. Like, forget trapping spirits. Like, I'd be trapped in there. <laughs> he 
could get live people lost. Yes, exactly. And oh my yeah. gosh, that's ginormous. A hundred room, over a hundred rooms. Hundred and sixty rooms. Almost two hundred rooms. That's just insane. Yeah. So. Today, it's a tourist attraction in San Jose that has become more popular in recent years because of the release of the 2018 horror film titled Winchester. Hmm. To date, it has had over 12 million visitors. They even host weddings and events. And uh, the Winchester Mystery House is considered a top destination by USA Today and one of Time Magazine's top 10 most haunted houses in America. I, most haunted? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i going to talk about that now, but there's really not a lot. So I don't understand why it's the most haunted, like considered one of the most haunted. Probably just because it's like spooky and people, I think people delve into like, oh, she was so like spiritual and uh-huh. they just play into that. Oh, so. see, I thought maybe it had something to do with, like, the blood money that built it, but, like... Yeah, I mean, I think people she will sounds be, like, like... Yeah, I think people will think, like, oh, there's spirits trapped here from, like, people who have died. And, yeah. Oh, Sally has to be so sad. I know. Okay, so do you want to hear the somewhat spooky stuff? Okay, yeah. I know, it's your I like the part. I like the somewhat rating you're giving it. Like, that makes me fine. I'm fine like, now. Okay, but my tolerance is way higher than you. <laughs> so true. This is probably going to have me up at night. It's fine. It's totally fine. Okay. <clears throat> so, visitors and tour guides claim to experience cold spots. They hear footsteps. They smell food cooking. Hear odd sounds, including whisperings. Um, doors and windows slamming and feelings of being watched. Okay. Okay. I can, I can handle all of that. Yeah. Um, it was rumored that Sarah would hold nightly seances, but staff during the time said no such thing occurred and there's been no documentation that she ever did that. I mean, that would definitely increase the spooky vibe. Yeah, but uh, seances normally happen with, like, a lot of people, and she was, like, by herself. A loner. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Also, like, she was not about it. Like, she wasn't uh, trying to upset the spirits, let alone yeah. bring them to her. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's three more bullets, and these three are the more spooky things. I'm just, I'm trying to warn you this best I can. <laughs> my, I'm, like, tapping my feet on the ground in anxiety. Like, <laughs> like, okay. So, an old worker named Clyde is seen often working on the fireplace or pushing around a wheelbarrow full of ash or coal around the property. Okay. It's not bad. No? No. Um, a maintenance worker named Denny reported to have heard footsteps when he was in the water tower. He went to check it out to tell whoever the trespasser was that they couldn't be in there, but it seemed like the footsteps kept running away, leading him to the roof where no one was in sight. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. And the last one, a shadowy figure is also seen in windows overlooking the front garden of the estate. 
potentially welcoming visitors. Hmm. I bet some it's people, Sally. Yeah, some people say it's her. Yeah, I bet it's Sally. I mean, like, hell, if I had this thing built, like, this is what I did with my life, and this was, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, sh- hell yeah, I'm gonna be sitting there, like, look at all these weirdos walking into my house, like, look what I did. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely what I would be doing. But, like, that's all I could find as far as like spooky stuff so i think so i guess maybe just some people have this painted picture of her not being this like person who really cares about where that money came from yeah so maybe it's more of like they're like she's obsessed with the dead and like whatever but like i don't know i don't get that vibe yeah i don't either i feel like you know if the person would have been like, buy all the dogs, she would have bought all the dogs. Like, you know? Yeah. She was yeah. just like, no, I, I want my money to do, I want this money, no matter how it got to me, to do good. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. So, so yeah, that's the story of the Winchester Mystery House. Hmm. I would go. Okay. I feel I, like you, I, you would handle it. You could I handle it. could handle this for... Almost for sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. Kind of sure. More than likely. I more than likely could. Okay. We could do a day tour and then go get margaritas after. That's totally fine. Yes. Okay. Cool. Totally fine. Drink to forget. (laughs) (laughs) But the second I like hit a cold spot, you bet your ass I'm out. (laughs) Good luck finding me out though. Mm. Oh, you know what? That actually was a little creepy point. <laughs> uh. No, I just ruined it. <laughs> I'll still go. I'll still go. Okay. I gotta see it. Follow us on Instagram at Stay Inside Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Stay Inside Pod. Join our Facebook group titled Stay Inside Podcast Fan Page. Um, or email us, send any suggestions or thoughts to stayinsidepod at gmail.com. And we hope you guys keep listening and stay tuned and hang out with us more. Yeah, we're really close to our one year anniversary. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We are. (laughs) So close. It's in May. It's in May. So close. Like literally two months. Yeah. Insane. We have to do something cool. For sure. Well, if anybody has any cool ideas for what to do for our anniversary, hit us up. Please. Thank you. Bye.